Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right now, more than 100 people are pushing back against plans to rezone Shaw University ahead of a decision tonight. We explain and why others say the plan is vital for the school. And a historic day in court as former President Trump pleads not guilty on 34 felony criminal charges. What we're learning about the case and what's next. Make the most out of this. It's set to change sooner than you may think. The updated timeline for rain and a big cool down. Right now, a meeting is underway to discuss a plan that would bring high-rise towers as tall as 20 stories to Shaw University, and it faces major opposition. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan. And I'm Dan Haggerty. We have a look at the plans, the changes you would see at Shaw's downtown campus. And as you said, there is opposition. More than 100 people expected to speak out against this redevelopment. WRL's Aaron Thomas is at tonight's city council meeting. Aaron, what are people on both sides of this issue saying? Well, Deborah, before we get into that, I actually want to set the scene here for you at the top of the hour. This is what it looks like outside of the Raleigh Municipal Building. These are the people that are now waiting to get inside to express their concern regarding this redevelopment plan here at Shaw University. Some uh, folks are saying that this might erase a part of history at Shaw University. Others say, hey, the university definitely needs this and it will make it more appealing. Now, Shaw University's campus is currently located in the heart of downtown Raleigh, and it's currently zoned for buildings uh, between 3 to 12. Council will have to approve the rezoning request for buildings up to 20 stories high as part of the university's redevelopment plan. University leaders say the plan, dubbed the Shaw U District, aims at attracting new students. A graduate of this HBCU that I spoke with this evening, she fears that the plan will only gentrify campus, and she says it does not benefit students as a whole. The bottom line is... We don't have to put 20, 30-story buildings on the campus unless it's going to be for the students. Now, aside from this redevelopment plan, it is worth pointing out that a lot of the folks that you see waiting here in line, a lot of them are actually going to be speaking out uh, over the university's decision to recently uh, shut down the mosque. That's people who, that's a place for uh, people uh, to worship a part of the Islam faith. Uh, the university recently decided to close that off from the public and make it only available for enrolled students. So certainly uh, the city leaders are going to be getting an earful. We'll have uh, late developments and see if any sort of vote or decisions are made. I'll have that for you beginning at 10 on Fox 50. Deborah? Yeah, obviously a lot of people want their voices heard tonight. Aaron Thomas live in Raleigh. Thank you, Aaron. In less than an hour, former President Donald Trump will speak for the first time since he was arraigned on 34 felony charges for his role in hush money payments during his 2016 campaign. He has pleaded not guilty to those charges. Mark Boyle has been tracking the developments all day from the WRL Live Center. Mark. 
Well, Dan, at 4 o'clock, we watched the former president leave New York's LaGuardia Airport. Now you're looking at live pictures inside that SUV is Mr. Trump on the way to Mar-a-Lago, a different vantage point from above. You can see that large motorcade. They are leaving the West Palm Beach Airport and heading over to uh, Mar-a-Lago, where he'll give that 8 p.m., 8.15 primetime press conference in reaction to those charges, in reaction to that hearing. This is a live picture of one of the areas, the bridges where uh, police are in protest in some areas, but the majority of the people down there are big fans of Mr. Trump there in Palm Beach. On your screen right here, brand new video we just were able to turn around as uh, the former president's plane touched down there in West Palm after uh, flying down from New York City this afternoon. He's been already on out on social media, on Truth Social, talking about this, coming out and uh, attacking some of these charges. You'll see him get off the plane here in just a moment. It'll be interesting to see how he uh, gets out in front of this or tries to at least here uh, this evening when he addresses the nation from Mar-a-Lago, his home there in Palm Beach. The ride back to his house is not too far away, so he'll be there here shortly. And again, that speech is right around 8.15. We'll have full coverage of that for you later this evening. Back to you. Absolutely, Mark. Thank you. And everyone at home, you can watch former President Trump's remarks live tonight on WRL News Plus. That's over the air, Channel 34 and Spectrum 1257 or WRL.com or our news app. An extraordinary move today inside the state legislative building. Representative Trisha Cotham is changing parties and becoming a Republican. The move deals a crushing blow to Governor Cooper's veto power. Cotham has already had her desk moved onto the Republican side of the floor. She's holding a news conference tomorrow morning with Republican leaders. House and Senate Democrats are already calling for her to resign. Cotham is expected to make the change official tomorrow. A longtime Smithfield police detective and current school board member appeared in court today accused of extortion. 39-year-old Ronald Johnson faces several other felony charges, including obstruction of justice. The state says Johnson threatened to release a defamatory recording of a congressional candidate if they didn't pressure a woman to take back her statement that she had an affair with Johnson. She's also accused of trying to have two, uh, he's also accused of trying to have two high school students with special needs transferred to another school as an act of personal retaliation. Went to go apply for a search warrant while he was gone. Another law enforcement officer essentially posted up to see what would happen um, through text messages that we've attained through our investigation. Kind of clear that this defendant was notified that investigators were sort of looking at his office. Yeah. Johnson was given a $50,000 unsecured bond. He was released from jail and is due back in court in June. The Durham man killed in a shooting inside a Dollar Tree leaves behind a six-month-old daughter. Police were on the scene for hours at that business in northeast Durham yesterday. Byron Ganey's wife tells WRL he was a manager at the store and had been working there since December of last year. She says he had a lot of love to give and his life was cut short. I don't think there will ever be another person like Byron. Because he put a, 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 a different type of love into my life. He gave me a gift that I that I will ever be grateful for. 42-year-old Saquon Evans is charged with Ganey's murder. During a first appearance in Durham County Court this morning, Evans was appointed a public defender. That attorney says Evans has two children, including a four-year-old who lives with him. 
Evans will remain in jail under no bond. His next court date is April 25th. Well, let's take a live look outside North Hills. A gorgeous shot as the sun is starting to go down. The sun was heating us up today, wasn't it? Got pretty warm in the area. Tomorrow, temperatures are going to inch closer to 90 degrees. Meteorologist Kat Campbell in the WRL Severe Weather Center now spent most of the day reporting from out in the garden, which was pretty nice. It was hot out there. It was warm. 83 today. We were able to heat up, but look at tomorrow. We're running about 20 degrees above normal for this time of year. It's going to be sizzling hot out there tomorrow. 89 the high in Durham, Raleigh, Rocky Mountain, and Fayetteville. 88 in Southern Pines. 86 degrees in Roxborough. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow with those temperatures heating up. We are back in the mid 80s on Thursday, but that is going to come with the potential for some showers and thunderstorms that could move in later in the day. And this is our next big storm system that we are monitoring. There are tornado watches in effect right now in portions of Iowa over into Illinois. This storm system will arrive here by Thursday. I'm going to have a closer look at how this is likely to play out on our high resolution rounds of future casts coming up. Let us know. Thanks, Kat. Following some breaking news, a house fire in Thornwood Court in Wake County under investigation right now. Brand new video and show you what it looks like as fire investigators piece together all that happened there. We're being told the homeowner was working on a car in a garage when it caught fire at the time while he was working on it. Um, it's unclear exactly how the flames started in the first place. Uh, we are being told, though, that is where they believe it all began this afternoon. Two people uh, were at home at the time. Uh, there are no injuries to be reported, but it looks like... Uh, quite a bit of damage from that house fire off of Thornwood Court in Wake County. We'll follow that story as it develops in the Live Center. All right, Mark, thank you. A woman loses her baby after being shot during a carjacking. Porch pirates ripping off valuables from a doorstep. Both crimes were captured on security camera video. WRL's fateful reporter Gilbert Bays spoke with the city's police chief about a program, and it's a new program, designed to use video like these to help fight crime. Well, right now, Fayetteville police are monitoring about 200 cameras around the city, but they want to add even more. They're asking businesses and residents to join FUSIS. This is the future of solving crime in the city. Security video cameras are everywhere. This one captured a woman last month being shot during an attempted carjacking in a convenience store parking lot. Investigators say cameras provide evidence that can help solve a crime and get a conviction. Video is the modern day fingerprint. You know, if you are going to arrest somebody, you know, for something that specifically happened out in public, you know, people are going to ask, where's the evidence? Where's the video? The video is all around us. That's why the police department is asking residents and business owners to join their new crime fighting initiative. It's a real time crime center in the iCloud platform powered by Fuchsia's. I think that that truly helps us get to the, the the, the heart of an investigation when we can sit there and say, okay, no, this is what our suspect looks like. This is what our suspect's driving. The owners of Holly's Bicycle Shop on Rayford Road have 32 security cameras on the property surrounding their business. They were one of the first to join the program. It just allows the police to have a quicker access to be able to identify somebody who may be harming the community at a high risk and be able to help them get to them quicker, I think. Police also want homeowners to register their home security cameras, but there are some privacy concerns. People are under the impression that if they sign up, you'll be looking into their cameras in their backyard 24-7, and that's not it. So, and we don't, we don't even want to look at residential cameras. You know, we're asking residential cameras to sign up to register to let us know that you have them. 
we're not going to ask you to put a box on your residential camera. We're still going to come to your door, we're going to knock, and we're going to ask your permissions. So now the push is on to get businesses and residents to sign up so they can be a part of the program. In Fayetteville, Gilbert Bays, WREL News. Well, if you'd like to register a camera with the Fayetteville Police Department or get more information about this program, we posted links at the end of the story on WREL.com. New tonight, people are paying more for homes in the Triangle. We're going to show you the newest average home price in Wake County coming up. Plus, an NC State graduate going back into space and setting the stage for a future trip to the moon. Coming up, a one-on-one -on -one interview with NASA astronaut Christina Cook. Home prices in Wake County have gone up again. New data shows the median sales price for March was $445,000. That's up $10,000 compared to February. More than $1.2 billion was spent in Wake County on home sales in March, also up from February. Well, that's proof of what some longtime Raleigh residents are fighting. A group is urging the city council to take action to counter the rising cost of living. And they're asking for more funding for programs that help people who are struggling to maintain their homes or pay their tax and utility bills. WRL's Matt Tallham explains why nearly a third of all households in the city could use that assistance. I just got a $1,000 increase in my insurance. Vicki Hewitt-McNeil sees how the rising cost of living is catching up to homeowners in her hometown. And people are losing out on the ability to live in a community. She's seen it happen in her own family. It was five of us. Hewitt McNeil is the only one of her siblings still living in Raleigh now. The last few years, she's seen families she grew up with forced to sell their homes and leave the city. It's one of the most disappointing things in the world because so many people worked so hard for their homes. Raleigh's annual action plan for housing says more than 64,000 households in the city are cost burdened or severely cost burdened. That means they spend more than 30% of their monthly income on housing costs. That's why One Wake is asking Raleigh City Council to increase funding for programs to help low-income homeowners cover the cost of repairs or pay utility bills since rate hikes are proposed. Wake County commissioners have already committed $5 million to similar programs. We see an excessive amount of need in the community for these kinds of programs. The county programs will include forgivable loans for major home repairs, funding to build affordable homes, and an expansion of utility assistance. We know that we've got to provide more housing, more affordable housing, and we've got to help folks uh, who, who are struggling to keep up with increasing home prices. Hewitt McNeil hopes the city makes that same commitment to keep more families from being priced out. They talk about affordable housing. Living in your home is affordable housing, but if you can't maintain your home, you don't, you're losing that affordable housing. Right now, Raleigh City Council is considering how to spend $30 million in housing funds for the next year. Now, the city does have a utility assistance program that helps people with water and sewer bills. Last fiscal year, all those funds were used up. Matt Tallhelm, WRAL News, Raleigh. Taking a live look at Raleigh's skyline this evening, another gorgeous shot. Our state's capital 
is uh, this capital city here is ranked as the fifth best job market in the country. That's according to a new study from the Wall Street Journal. The city's workforce has increased nearly 4% with technology and hospitality jobs, up nearly 9% since last year. The director of Wake County's Economic Development Committee says there are currently 38 active projects in the pipeline with over 14,000 new jobs. Nashville won the top spot, followed by Austin, Texas coming in second. Rooftop and patio season is here, if you haven't been able to tell. Now you can add one more place to the ever-growing list of rooftops to check out in our area. The Ava Rooftop Bar in Fenton will open this Friday. It's the latest of a number of new spots, opening at the Cary Plaza there. In addition to a full drink menu, the bar also offers Mediterranean food. Well, that sounds perfect on a night like tonight. We're seeing so many people out. They're walking their dogs. They're just enjoying being out in downtown and around our area. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now from the WRL Severe Weather Center with a look at the temperatures. Kat? It has been so warm today. You know, we warmed up to 83 degrees. It was perfect to get outside today. I was outside earlier in the WRL Azalea Gardens. Just stunning out there. Tomorrow, it's going to be even hotter than it was today. 62 at 8 a.m. There is the potential for some patchy fog in the morning. By lunchtime, we are already up to 82 degrees. We're forecasting highs in the upper 80s tomorrow, coming awfully close to that 90 degree mark by tomorrow afternoon. So if you are going to be out and about, make sure that you are finding a shady spot and staying hydrated. Remember, never leave your pets or your children in your car, especially with temperatures like that. Even today, it would have been dangerous. We do have changes coming, though. We've got a cool down thanks to this cold front that arrives for the end of the week. Out ahead of this front, showers and thunderstorms and unfortunately severe storms. We've seen some huge hail coming out of Illinois tonight. Softball size hail being reported. Over 64 million people are under that threat for tornadoes hail and damaging winds and it is a level four threat in two areas here in red unfortunately lining up with the areas that saw the severe storms last week tomorrow another pretty large threat extending all the way from east texas up into upstate new york and a level three threat tomorrow for the areas in orange once this system gets closer to North Carolina on Thursday, we see some weakening of the system. It's a level one threat in the western part of the state. Thursday morning, mainly dry. We will see a good amount of cloud cover with just isolated rain chances Thursday afternoon. I think by 5 o'clock we could see about a 30% chance of a stray shower or storm, but rain chances would really increase very late Thursday night into the overnight hours. You could see by midnight, that's when I think we would have better rain chances and perhaps a few isolated thunderstorms in the forecast. That same system is likely to stall nearby, and that's going to do two things. It's going to put us on the chilly side of the front with highs only in the 50s Friday and Saturday, but it's also going to act like a highway for these waves of rain to just travel right along that front. Means unsettled to start the weekend. Easter Sunday, though, still looking good. 65, partly cloudy. I was just looking over the brand new American model run a few minutes ago. It also keeps us dry for Easter Sunday, so it may time out Okay. And Dan is off tomorrow, so you get to have a fabulous day. And the next day, and the next day. Good. And find the a pool. start of a, a little you. break. Hang out with my boys a little bit. <laughs> Good. All right, thanks, Kat. Spring is here. State leaders are calling families outdoors for some adventures in silence. Science. Silence would be nicer on kids sometimes, too, but science is great. <laughs> it's a launch of a new statewide partnership coming up. How you can get your children involved in growing in the STEM learning.
The spokesperson for NC State University confirming a student was in fact hit by a car on Avon Ferry. Here's some video from that scene. It is now wrapping up, but we're being told the student was taken to the hospital. The extent of injuries is not known at this point, and it's unclear if anyone is going to or has been uh, faced with any charges in this case. There was a bit of a traffic backup along Avon Ferry this evening. It is since cleared. We'll keep you updated as new information comes in on that developing story. Back to you. All right, Mark, thank you. Today was the launch of the NC Science Trail, a year-round digital guidebook to the state's science adventures. The purpose is to spark science exploration across the state. It's a learning experience for everyone. Right in the heart of a busy West Raleigh are 42 acres of green space called Prairie Ridge Eco Station. It's not just for field research and scientists. But also opportunities for the public to come out and experience nature hands on. State leaders officially launched the North Carolina Science Trail. Their website guides families to a variety of science adventures. We have 63 partners across the state. Partners offer new experiences from the Coastal Children's Museum of Wilmington to Lake James State Park in the mountains. You can actually look on the website and it will say get outside and you can see what your options are all across the state for finding great locations like this. Uh, it's so much more than that. Reed Wilson, the state's secretary of natural and cultural resources, says children need to learn more about science and how it works. It's important for their parents to understand it too, but as we know, a lot of times parents learn things from the kids. There was a lot of learning taking place at the site, including Lindsay Martini and her son, Blake. We started off, we planted a flower. We're going to get to plant at home. It's going to be a purple flower. You got to choose purple or yellow. Not buggy yet, and it's fantastic, and the kids can just learn and explore, just like they're doing there in the dirt with the worms. You know, they're exploring, learning about nature. It's absolutely fantastic. Looks fun, doesn't it? Ah, never too young to yeah, learn, right? Exactly. Uh, it's awesome. Well, today, WRL had a one-on-one -on -one chat with NASA astronaut and NC State grad Christina Cook. Yesterday, Cook and three others were announced as the crew members for the Artemis II mission. That's the 10-day mission that will send the astronauts into the moon's orbit, checking important systems and technology before returning to Earth. That will set the stage for mankind's return for the first lunar landing since the 70s. As for the training, the knowledge, the preparation, Cook says her Wolfpack family prepared her for it. I was just inherently interested in everything and I wanted to do it all and NC State offered that. So I got to try rock climbing right along with those electrical engineering team projects that were so challenging. I got to do the backpacking club. I got to do the sailing club. I got to do human rights, um, community service and I can tell you how amazing that <laughs> NC State can start you on a path Man. to the moon if oh, you'd yeah, like really amazing you can catch more of that conversation WRL.com thanks for joining us tonight see you again at 10 and 11 have a great night keep watching WRL news over the air channel 34 and spectrum channel 1257
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.